What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Geek Boutique Podcast. That's right. Your favorite geeky podcast is back for February 22nd. Holy cow. Again, man, the months and the weeks are just flying by. We've got a great show for you guys here tonight. As always, my co-host, my compadre, Mr. Aka. What's up? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a hell of a week, but uh, we're getting there. We're, we're crunching. I've been spray painting all week because we've got mm-hmm. some of this weird unseasonal warmth going on up here in uh, the great white north and uh i've been taking advantage of it to get some painting done outside because uh, i'm not allowed to spray in the house which i mean i get but yeah you don't have a garage right i sure don't no no yeah no. i have a backyard and a patio table and that's what I'm yeah using. well i've yeah. seen that you posted some of the stuff there and it's i um, did yeah yeah, yeah. so, so uh, the, the paint job is uh dog shit but we're going with it anyway because it's way too late to back it up now yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well really looking forward to it bud well we'll see uh guys we've got a very very special guest tonight here uh, not only is she a staple in in the cosplay community uh she's been featured at all the big cons in the u.s she's judged cosplay she's an amazing cosplayer a cosplayer that a lot of us actually look up to a vera cosplay how are you doing thank you so much for coming on well, thank you. I think did I, you got the check that I sent you for that really <laughs> nice intro, right? I know. Seriously, thanks for joining us. We uh, we got the chance to, well, to talk a couple of times like this online, but we've never actually met in person. Uh, but thank no. you very much for accepting my invite. We really appreciate you coming on. We like to feature cosplayers. And a lot of the cosplayers we uh, feature are local cosplayers to us here in the GTA, or at least in Ontario. So it's nice to have somebody. Actually, you're from Florida, correct? Uh, yeah, I've lived in Florida for about 20 years. I'm actually not far originally from Syracuse, New York. So I'm not. Oh, I'm really? originally from not that oh. far from Canada. Okay. Like kind of Canada. Well, Anybody from New York City goes, oh, you're from Canada, right? So. Well, I mean, the weather is for sure better in Florida. I could tell you that. Yeah. No. And my mom is always like, when are you moving home? And I'm like, it's been 20 years. <laughs> I think you get the hint. I think you get the hint by now. Um, it's a great little town, but yeah, I like to not be in snow. No offense. Did you, Although uh, weather is much better up there. Like you guys can plastic dip whenever you want and not have to worry about humidity and curing. Well, it doesn't like the cold that. either. Oh, it doesn't like the cold. No, Plasti Dip ah. doesn't like the cold. So no, this this is actually hell for Plasti Dip because it's always humid here, whether it's ah. cold or hot. Uh, ah. So yeah, Plasti Dip is not our friend. Uh, that's why I 100% switched to Peel Coat from Rustolia. Really? Uh, Peel gotcha. Coat is not temperamental to heat or cold or humidity or wind or any of that. It goes down flat all the time. It's amazing. Yeah, I love Peel Coat. Yeah, I do a lot of hex flex or flex bond in the yeah. humid season, and then I still kind of, I still throw in the plastic dip. There's just, it's just easy. Yeah, but I gotta mm-hmm. try the peel coat. So, well, it's easy that it's spray. you know you just buy a can and you spray it on, right? You yeah. don't have to put it through a gun or anything, you know. So, right. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, before we get started, guys, if you are watching us here right now and you haven't clicked that subscribe button, shame on you. What are you doing? Click that subscribe button. If you also click the little notification bell, it'll always let you know every time we go live or every time we upload a new video. We've got a bunch of new cosplay PSAs coming from this guy. Oh, sorry, this guy. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, And click that like button. It's 100% free. It lets the algorithm know you like what you're watching. 
Uh, Avera, we were talking on the pre-show here earlier that con season started for you at this point. Uh, we, you yeah. just had MegaCon a couple weeks ago. Was that your first con of the year? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Yeah. So usually, you know, like, like I said, back in the day, like it was always like MegaCon was how, you know, it started or KatsuCon for some people, or sorry, KatsuCon was how it started and HoloMat was how it ended. Um, and MegaCon was kind of in the middle. Now it's like before Katsu and it's going to be next year too. So that's like their new February is their new spot. So I'm just like, wow, okay, you know, coming right out of Christmas and then I'm going to, boom, have to make something. So I, I did have luck. The Luckily, I was just guesting and judging, so I didn't have to, like, make a competition piece. But it was, like, it's definitely one of those things where you're, like, you know, January used to just be the relaxing time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you were going to Katsu. Um, and now it's like, oh, no, we're just going to have cons all year long. Uh, all the time. So uh, You brought up a good, good point. It was great. So- you were a cosplay guest, mm-hmm. uh, as well as you were a judge for the cosplay competition. Yep. So uh, MegaCon is a part of the Fan Expo con, uh, Masters of Cosplay, which I think ends in Toronto, right? right. So you guys have the finals there. Finals, yeah. Yep. So Although I don't think it was last year. I think last year they moved another con after Toronto, I believe. So I don't huh. know that it happened in Toronto. The year before, for sure. We actually had yeah. a lot of the cosplayers, a lot of the the because um, they they fly all the winners right to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yep, they fly all uh, the winners from like five cons. Yeah, so we had a lot of the winners so. come by, and and that was fantastic. Um, but I don't I don't know. I, I would have to look into it. I'm not sure if it happened. It was last definitely year. in Canada. I think though last year, I'm pretty sure it was in Canada. I don't know which one it was. I know Fan Expo is a Canadian company. They have a bunch in there, um, mm-hmm. like Calgary and stuff like that. So. Yeah, um, Phoenix Bow, they've yeah. got uh, Toronto, Calgary, uh, Vancouver, uh, Edmonton Expo uh, is also part of the same one. Uh, and then there's Philly, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Dallas San Francisco, uh, yeah. Megacon. Yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. They have a yeah. lot. They have a lot of little ones that don't aren't a part of the Master of Cosplay qualifier. Correct. There's only like five that are. Toronto Comic Con is not. Uh, Edmonton Expo is not, um, right. and I don't think Vancouver Expo is either. Um, yeah. Um, I know it's Boston, Dallas, MegaCon. Um, I don't know. There's a couple. There might be another other couple others. From the yeah. US. There's but a yeah, couple. Yeah. So the bigger ones. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was fun. Um, I really loved judging that high level um of cosplay contest mm-hmm. uh you know i've done the crown championships qualifier at supercon the southern one there uh last year i did that one and then again then megacon this year so it's just the people bring the most amazing things and it's just like you mm-hmm. geek out like oh my god how did you make that <laughs> i love I judging mean, i hate choosing winners but i love judging <laughs> yeah for sure in, in terms of the cosplays themselves i mean obviously you know, Dragon Con is its own thing. By the way, guys, we've lost Jeff. I know uh, people, a couple of people are, are are mentioning Jeff here. Uh, we've lost Jeff. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm assuming his internet crapped out. Uh, he's been having, yeah, he's saying he got booted. He's trying to reconnect. Um, not exactly sure what's going on. Um, you know, Dragon Con is kind of his own thing. Its own thing, right? It's kind of become yeah. the cosplayer con. But in terms of cosplay contests, which one of these cons has the biggest contests? Like, well, what's the, the the one that everybody wants to win? I mean, C2E2 in the Crown Championship mm-hmm. is definitely the the stable. It's There's a world element to it. There's international champions mm-hmm. that come to there to compete from right. 
London, South, A South Africa, uh, Australia. Um, so, I mean, winning the crown is still kind of the pinnacle. I think the Masters of Cosplay has the chops to be a good contender for one of the biggest ones. Um, you know, then you have BlizzCon and TwitchCon. Um, DragonCon mm -hmm. is its own thing. Um, the Friday Night Costuming Contest is a little bit of a different animal just because the judges are not cosplayers. They're actually industry people. Mm. Um, so they tend to, you know, be impressed by things that might be a little bit different than what a cosplayer would be. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a cosplay judge would be impressed with. They tend to kind of gravitate towards ingenuity as opposed to, like, how many different techniques can you use? Mm -hmm. Um I, I love the Friday costuming one. I always do it. Uh, I won Best Master last year. Um, and I, I, they have a great panel afterwards where they discuss why people won, um, which I think is something that people just need to do more and more. Um, whether it's a feedback panel so that you can actually tell the competitors, which we did at MegaCon. Mm -hmm. um, and I did at SuperCon as well. Um, where you tell people like what you saw, you know, and giving them feedback, or you do it as an open panel, like they do at Dragon Con, just so that people understand why we chose, you know, why someone chose the people that they did. Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to sit in the back, you know, of the room, and maybe you've done some costuming, but you're maybe not at that level, and and kind of judge, you know, from the backs, the back row. But if you're not, you know, up close and personal with the costume, you might not know the ins and outs. You might not know if you're not in that judging room what was made, what wasn't, what was you know did they make their th 3d print files did they buy them you know those kinds of things you won't know so the it's always like when i'm judging i know what, what the audience is going to like i know the ones mm. that the audience is going to freak out for right like you got to dress the transitions that's going to be an audience favorite you got something huge on stilts with wings and fire breathing out of it drones coming out of it you know flying over the audience they're going to love that but it might not up close be the most advanced techniques or cleanest construction you know right so, fair enough and that's where you guys come in right it's one thing to say yeah. okay yeah you guys are loving this but this one was yeah, done you know, better we're, we're or under. painted better yeah. or yeah, has more details yeah. or whatever the case is. Yeah, yeah for sure. You're, we're under their skirts, right? We're mm -hmm. flipping their seams. We're looking underneath the armor for glue. Um, you know, we're, we're literally looking at every in and out and looking at their build really? too to see, oh yeah. Like I'm flipping everything, you know, we're, we're up in every detail. And then they provide us with a, with a documentation book that tells us, you know, everything that they did, um, you know, shows us pictures of in progress stuff. So, you know, if something may not be that clean, but they covered it with a whole ton of clay and details, but the workbook might show, you know, that it wasn't exactly mm. perfect, you know, seams from the beginning. So, and usually the judges are three people um, with varying specialties mm -hmm. um so there was a person who was a needlework expert usually there's somebody who does like a lot of like kind of, usually like a floater i would say fx 3d printing usually has some sort of like model you know making and stuff like that experience and then usually an armor smith so um hmm. yeah <laughs> as long as you have like the tr the holy trinity of um of judges usually we can kind of parse out you know and get it right usually very cool uh, uh, Megan Avery, our friend secondhand shoes is asking one of my cosplay goals is to enter a contest this year or next. What's the process like to enter? 
mean, I'm sure it's a little bit different from con to con or from contest to yeah, contest. Yeah, it's different yeah. from con to con. There's usually three different kinds of con uh, costume contests. One is going to be a masquerade, which is going to have an element of performance. Hallmat is a big one that has out performance elements. Anything international usually has a performance element. Um, and, and those are a little bit of a different animal where they're skit-based. Runway is going to be your smaller con. Usually there's no mm -hmm. prejudging. You just walk across the stage and the judges are judging on overall impression. Uh, when you want to do something where it's actually like a craftsmanship, there's usually a uh, registration deadline where you have to submit a picture or portfolio of your work ahead of time. Um, and you're not guaranteed to get in. It is actually usually juried. Um, and then from there. Oh, wait. So you're building yeah. a costume for this contest, not even knowing if you're going to get chosen or not. Yeah, I flew out to Anaheim for wow. BlizzCon, and I did not know if I was going to be a finalist or not. Wow. <laughs> so, so sometimes, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of got to roll the dice. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of them, usually MegaCon, I know that they had a lot of cuts because sometimes you just, there was too many entrants. C2E2's Midwest Qualifier is usually really packed and not everybody gets in. So you could buy tickets to it and, and not get in. Um, mm. And then from once you've been selected, though, they'll give you a time for prejudging. You show up, give them your workbook. Then it's all done. Then it's just walking the stage. And usually there's a performance element. Usually when the judges are looking for when you get on stage is like movement. So, you know, are you moving like this? It's not a statue contest. Mm -hmm. um, or is there something falling off of you? Is there, you know, can, if you're like a big construction, can I see the insides of it on stage? But for the most part, you know, usually the winners are, are selected during prejudging. So, yeah, it's, fair it's a enough. Fun thing. It's so fun, you know, like backstage, the camaraderie, just being around people who are so into the thing that you're into. Like most of my friends come from backstage uh, in the cosplay world, not like, you know, like my, my best friend from high school. But like I'm saying, like most of my cosplay friends, we met backstage for sure. Yeah, no, that's wicked. I mean, there is, I mean, there's, there's no denying the cosplay community is. It's, it's like nothing nerds. else out there. Yeah, it's it's like nothing else out there. It our, is, you know. And I feel great. like once once you once you become a cosplayer and you actually start meeting other cosplayers, that's it. Like you're a okay. cosplayer for life, as far as I'm concerned. Like it's it's. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. Then you they they become part of your bridal party. You know, they become like your family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. How about we go down that path for a quick second? Uh, how about you tell us how you actually got into cosplaying? Like what what first inspired you to make that first costume? So I was I went to a lot of cons before. Uh, I went to San Diego Comic Con. I actually worked for Geek Magazine when it was around back in the day. Mm. Um, so I was working it, and so I was I, I knew what cosplay was. I was around it. I've always been a, a gamer, a geek, Magic the Gathering when I was a teenager. You know that kind of thing. So. Um, my son wanted to go to his first con and he wanted to cosplay and i was like all right i'll do it with you why not you know i like to i like attention um and that was just it and and we started to make things really you know kind of what he wanted to do um he wanted to be like junk rat from overwatch so we all made overwatch and and it just kind of escalated from there um and then we entered our first contest and that was pretty much it he's long since retired from cosplay uh he might do something like small here and there uh if he's got a girlfriend that's into it usually um but i i yeah i i got bit by the bug i like attention and i like to make stuff it was perfect 
And I mean, it feels like you're making a new costume every week. I mean, holy cow. Sometimes it feels like you're yeah. pumping up costumes like mad. Um, yeah. You know, I, I going down quickly, that line of thought, that train of thought, Michael Myers, our friend Myers Corp Cosplay is asking, what are your tips for build books for competitions? Is there a layout of the book or yeah. detail that is a must? Again, I'm assuming that really depends on the type of build that you're doing. Uh, but it, dep it depends. Yeah, so some actually will like Friday night costuming contest is one where at Dragon Con is one where you submit the um, build book ahead of time. So I know that the judges are going to actually read the whole thing through and through. Um, mm. When you're doing a build book for just a normal like a crown or a Masters of Cosplay, we don't have time to go through everybody's build books. So keep that in mind. I mean, we look at everybody's build books. Um, but what we're really doing is when we're like, okay, we're you know, here are the top five for this particular award. That's when we're kind of digging into the mm -hmm. build books. I would say it should be like 90% pictures because we can get through pictures really quickly. Um, well, I know my kid, she's great. Uh, <laughs> and, but uh, so, um, you know, we can get through pictures a lot quicker. So, and, and, and for the most part, like you don't need to tell me how to, you know, glue foam together, right? Like for the most part, assume your judges are as knowledgeable as you. So, you know, highlight any weird techniques or materials that you used, anything that you did that is unique. Mm. Um, I do a lot of weird stuff with foam clay. Like I use a lot of like cake decorating techniques and stuff like that. So I'll try to like, you know, maybe verbalize a little bit like that in there. Um, but for the most part, like just some pictures of your progress. So it's like, okay, did, I can't remember. Did they make that or did they buy the file? Then we go through your bill book. Oh no, he modeled it. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's more like that. So kind of framing it, like how it's actually being used is more of like a, a, a reference guide when we can't remember, or we forgot to ask something is really what it is. Like, did anybody ask about the embroidery or was it like bought, you know, appliques? Oh, I don't remember. And then we're flipping through your bill book. So right, that makes sense. structure your build book more gearing towards how it's going to be used. I think, you know, mm. there are people who say, you know what, I'm going to write a book, you know, I'm going to make this thing beautiful and they do these amazing things. And they feel so bad because you only get so much time with the, you know, there's mm -hmm. only usually an hour to deliberate, um, you know, sometimes a little bit more, but for the most part, you know, we're flipping through build books like mad. So. I yeah, wish you're that not... we would get build books ahead of time. Yeah. I would I would read every through every one. Um, but I guess it makes sense where you want your, your build book to almost be like a technical manual, right? Where is Mary Maker's literally asking if you get bonus points for cutting foam with scissors? No, but you get bonus <laughs> Aaron. <points. laughs> well, I'm assuming this is Aaron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially if they're if they're um scissors that are supposed to be used oh, for fabric? sewing. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah. a good Take way to get divorced and just start to go into town. Yeah, I don't I know if it's Wendy or Aaron, but just don't. <laughs> That's a good way to get divorced real quick. <laughs> I I actually like got so many messages from my needlework friends when I posted me cutting foam with fabric scissors. Uh, it was really hysterical. <laughs> it's like I really touched a button. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I first started seeing a lot of tutorial videos and people, yeah, cutting foam with scissors and thinking, oh, that seems... Hey, first of all, look, okay, one millimeter, you can totally get away with it. And those Fiskar scissor shears are not that expensive. So, I mean, I actually do cut foam with, like, the, the just the one... I would never take the foam cutlery $45 shears <laughs> out and start cutting and hacking at foam. 
but I threatened it, and people were like, "Put them down!" <laughs> and, and, and so it is Aaron, and you saying, "I'm a pro at scissors." <laughs> I mean, there's no right or wrong way. Like honestly, like when it comes to those kinds of techniques, like what it's when judging, I don't care if you used an exacto knife or a this or you know, I'm not going to take points off, you know, for a cricket machine versus you know, like exacto knifing it or lasering it or what you know, it's. The end product is what matters, um, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's the execution and how it looks. So however you get there, I've had, I have people who have, who still use hot glue instead of contact cement, you know, that are in, in judging. And as long as I can't see gaps in the seams, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, it <laughs> works. Go for it. Exactly. Like, for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said you were going to conventions even before you started cosplaying. Uh, yeah, what was your first just convention? to be a nerd. Remember? My first was San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, wow. For real? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big right con to start with. Eh? And I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Like, I. Do you mind me asking know, how remember... long ago that was? 2000 and I want to say 13. Oh, so it was 12. already a big, big show. Yeah, it was huge. I was, uh, I want to say like, well, Robert Kirkland was there. Kirkman was there. Um and I, I don't think the Walking Dead TV show, maybe it was the first season of the Walking mm. Dead TV show, because they did have the zombies running in the Petco Park or whatever. And we watched that. Um, yeah, I had never I, I, I remember, like, I look back through my photo reel of that and, and I have pictures of every cosplayer that I saw. I watched the masquerade, but there aren't a lot of cosplayers at San Diego Comic-Con, at least not the year that I went. Like, I it really? wasn't like. Yeah, like I feel like most people were very much like about like getting their autographs or seeing the installations or doing like the game trials. And like, I just don't remember there. I think like there's smaller cons like that I've been to where I feel like there was like so much more. Everybody was in cosplay, mm -hmm. right? Um, there was like famous people like in cosplay, like standing out um, side of the halls and stuff like that. But most people were just like standard issue nerds with like backpacks full of stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like SDCC is more of the launch con, right? It's the one where everybody goes to see the Marvel panel and the DC panel yeah. and uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? The Star Wars panel yeah. and, uh, you know, the not. It, it's, yeah, for sure. It's funny well, yeah, how you guys have those in line. Yeah, they're sitting in line for like eight hours, mm -hmm. you know, or overnight to get into Hall H, you know. So it's like, I, I can, I'm not going to be Spider-Man today. I yeah, I know. I'm not going to wear my big giant armor that day to yeah. go. Uh, no, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, it's fun that you guys have those different types of conventions in the States because here in Canada anyway, it feels like a lot of the conventions are just the same thing mm -hmm. over and over. You know, it's copy and paste, copy and paste, essentially where you guys have very different conventions that have very different, not necessarily goals, but uh uh yeah call it themes vibes. right vibes yeah, yeah for sure yeah. it makes yeah. it fun to go from one to the next that's for sure have you ever been to dragon con i have not uh a big part of our that's local community was there again last year they're they always go uh yeah it, I, i'll get there i i promise i will get to dragon con if it's not next year that's the one uh it'll if, be if, a, if, if it, i mean if anybody said like in the u.s what one would you go to like it would be dragon I, that would be my answer it would yeah be dragon con. unless like you know you're super into blizzard or or you are trying to compete or something like that i mean obviously then that kind of changes it but like dragon's just another animal yeah it's i feel another... if you're a cosplayer because you like the cosplay or you're a cosplayer because you like making I feel like that's where all those people go. 
that's where they all they gather. Go. You know yeah. what I mean? It's that's a, where Bill so Duran biggest... and Evil Ted and, yeah. and that's where everybody yeah. goes, right? Yeah, you're gonna walk in, you're gonna bump into Hoku props on the you yeah. Know, on, yeah. Yeah. But Steve the funny Smith, thing is uh, that they're not yeah. They don't bring the best part is they don't bring their like crazy you know it's not like no. reinhardt hoku running down the road it's like you know everybody's in like these like oh i'm think i'm going to be a fish head today <laughs> you know, like, that's, funny you be... should mention that <laughs> let me see here they i don't... believe oh do i not have a picture of that oh my fish head i thought i had a picture Imagine. of that i listened oh, that darn, was darn. that was amazing uh and you did that I... like last minute didn't you well, yeah, it was for Bunny Hutch, so I think I did that in like a couple of weeks. Um, and it had like it had like water bunny ears in it and stuff like that. And I like went to the Bunny Hutch to compete in that. Um, fun fact: like you have to compete in the contest for Bunny Hutch because you get the VIP wristband, and that means you can go to the bathroom and come back in. <laughs> okay. These, the thing about DragonCon is there's all these like little like you know secret like tricks of the trade or like oh everybody knows that you have to be you know wednesday night you have to be there at midnight to count down um like you know like if you go you have to ask me like things like that because there's like these little like inside knowledge things got to compete in the contest so you can get the wristband okay i'm go. gonna i'm gonna share there you go your instagram page because people oh, have thanks. to see this oh, God. <laughs> so cursed this was uh, this is one of my favorites, FYI. This Thank you. Thank one you. of my favorites. I friggin' yeah. loved it. I love that you do this type of thing. I love that yeah. you don't take anything too serious. You yeah. don't take yourself serious. And it shows not only in your personality, but in your cosplays. I mean... Well, we're dressing up like our comic book characters and video game characters. Maybe it's not that serious, you know? And and I always say to people, it's like, you think you're you're walking around the con and people know who you are, but I can guarantee you my mom don't know who you are. Like, I can guarantee you're going through Wendy's in the, the you know, airport terminal, you know, just fine without getting stopped six times. Like... Oh, yeah. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Take it down a couple notches. Oh, yeah. Know? Uh, yeah and yeah. you know i mean again i feel like it's like we're it's we're, we're just like anybody else right i mean it's just it's yeah we're all cosplayers it doesn't matter what level you cosplay at i mean we're just people right if you're uh, cool it, and you vibe like i've never like okay i don't care how many followers you have i don't care like what who you know oh my god you know it's like no no no. are you cool can you chill you want to vibe I'm yeah buy a shot are you overage? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, time for a safety meeting. Uh, uh, Aaron is saying Dragon Con for the win. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and so is our buddy uh, London, uh, Groot in London, collaborating cosplay. Dragon Con is 100% my must-attend convention eventually anyways. I mean. I think I think when I'm 80, it's going to be the one that I still wheel my, my rear end to. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's the one big one that I want to go to, 100%. Um, you'll love it it's just a community and it's just so random like you know like there was a person and I, I can't remember their their instagram um i know that they they do buzz lightyear really well um and we've competed together so don't shoot me but they did eye of sauron and they were just literally standing oh yeah up, like in the balcony with the eye of sauron and people were just every time the eye like came on them people were screaming and chanting i've like, seen pictures stuff like that yeah yeah it's like one of those things where like things just randomly pop up. This year I'm going to be doing um me and my friends are going to do Degeneration X. Um uh, and we're going to try to 
you're going to try to bring an actual like Power Wheels Jeep <laughs> and open up like just walk into like a panel or something like that that's like about to end or hasn't started and just be like oh you didn't know that's <laughs> hilarious i'll see with we'll your see. with your uh, megaphones and everything exactly yes with like the the when they're like literally like have like the army regalia with like the yeah. hat and then they're like, when yeah. they go to so. antagonize wcw and they show up in the jeep exactly. with the megaphones and oh yeah yes exactly so i approve we'll see how that goes <laughs> thank you we'll see how we can get the <laughs> approval to have the power wheel jeep running around <laughs> the con michael's saying oh my god dx cosplay is gonna rule uh, michael's a big wrestling fan here so for sure yeah we, uh, i'm a bit i'm big too we did uh macho man and elizabeth but nwo macho man and elizabeth yes. last year so nice uh aaron is saying pro tip for dragon con tip the front desk and get a room on the bottom three floors so you don't have to wait for the elevators isn't there like a bunch of escalators yeah. as well the escalators don't go up to the rooms but so there's like three um, or four there's like a three banks different banks so it isn't all like one elevator bank for the whole thing yeah because uh, it's like seven marriott. different halls right yeah. seven different yeah seven basically different hotels, hotels. Marriott's, yeah. the, marriott's the big one pro tip you want to be in the marriott yeah uh hilton is not bad too but that's all legacy rooms so it's really hard to get a room in there mm. um but unless you pay like the standard rate um but yeah you want to be in the marriott and if you can get a bottom floor like it's definitely worth it um because those elevators always like one's broken or two or three <laughs> and mm. it always backs up so um yeah definitely a good one if you can but everybody requests it so it's one of those like how early are you willing to get there are you willing to get well there i guess yeah i guess what it comes to, down yeah. to right <laughs> The people now are showing up on Monday. Like I see people's pictures. Like they're like, "Oh, you know, we're here early." I'm like, "God, Wednesday's hard enough. Wednesday to Monday. Oh my God, I'm like dragging myself out of there." Now, Dragon Con's a four day con. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it is Sunday. Technically, Thursday like evening. Yeah. Until Monday, like evening. Like oh really? Five. Okay. So yeah, so the, like the the kickoff parties are on Thursday night, but Wednesday night at midnight is usually the unofficial party start. Right, it's where everybody yeah. is already there. Everybody's in their hotels. Yep. Everybody's just yeah. unpacking and yeah, yep. getting their drink. Everybody's on. already gone to the CVS and their little carts to get all their beer, and then they mm -hmm. come back. Yeah, you got to mm -hmm. get one of those carts for Dragon Con because you got to go shopping. Make tips. sure you get those all carts, folks. Um. Is there a specific character or, or or cosplay in itself that is your favorite? Like, if there's that one cosplay that you're oh, either wow. never going to get rid of or that you're just going to keep remaking or improving, like, what's that character that is, yeah, that's, that's the one cosplay that is me? Well, I mean, so character, I, I think that I'll always be i'll always have a source like a soft spot for mercy so i'll probably do more skins of her um she is just i think just a character i identify with as far as like being able to pull her off and i know that that's not important to a lot of people but for me it is like i want to feel comfortable um so just the personality of other characters in overwatch never really jived with me i tried to do tracer once and she's just way too like happy 
for me. So Mercy's always has more of a stoic thing. She's 39 in canon, so that's always yummy. And she's a little bit taller. Um, so I just always kind of was like, okay, yeah. She's like, got a, she's a mom. She, like, she's got that mom vibe. I'm like, I can feel this one. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I have, like, five different Mercies. <laughs> you do. So, I, I didn't get a pictures yeah. of all five, but I know you've got a bunch of them. I yeah. know I said the fish head was one of my favorite. This is my favorite. This version if, of Mercy version, is, is wow. my that favorite like, cosplay of yours. This was one of your first. Actually, I think oh. it was the original, right? Yeah, like this is one of my first really big like builds. Actually, this is like, this when is... I first found out about you. Is this cosplay? Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, the wig was really was like my first really big wig like that I I did um the chest plate like all that like i was like the first time that i really kind of stepped away from on like just out on my own and like made things so and this is all warbler i'm assuming the chest plate is warbler and everything else is eva foam the staff is 3d printed by someone else and yeah. then the halo is actually eva foam it's just a bevel that i like the wings around. are also foam foam yeah with pbc pipe and we used um my husband helped me with the harness it had a uh, um flagpole holders sticking out to stick the like we took uh, flagpole holders and we stuck it to like just some balsa wood kind of thing and then wrapped it up in eva foam for decoration and then we could undo them i actually like lost toenails on this one because i decided to do the dragon con parade in this that was <laughs> that was a mistake that was not good. Yeah, I don't think I ever competed in her. I might have done like a runway like once, but like this was before I was really into competitions too. So, um, yeah, no, she's she's early on for sure, and and I love her too. She actually is in someone else's hands. I sold her. Oh no way! So somebody else. Yeah, there's another cosplayer that has her now, and that, that's the best is when you can see somebody you know. Because I'm not gonna wear that one again. I have other ones, you know, mm. and I. I think too the thing is it's hard for cosplayers who do a lot of making to go back and wear really old costumes because you're like I could have done this so much better you know like I, I like it would have it would have driven me crazy so um, you know I, I love seeing other people buy the stuff. When, hey, when you're a maker, I feel like you also maybe you want to make right like you yeah. want to yeah. have new stuff. You don't want to be rewearing yeah. the same thing over and over again. Yeah, says the guy that's been wearing his predator for like four years now. But well, I mean, you know, know, that's okay too. If you also have something where you're like, I can, if you have a character or a certain thing that was like, this is it, you know, I want to keep upgrading it and I want to keep wearing it. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I just, for me, I always like, ooh, shiny, right? And I want to try different skills or techniques. So I would rather start a new build than fix up an old one most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and for me, it's always like I learned so much. There's not a single build ever. As soon as I finish it, like I'm like, okay, nah, this is what's wrong with it. <laughs> so you know, I, 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 the choice between restarting or remaking it, I'd probably just move to a different design. Um, usually, so you can't you have fresh. to get rid of something to store it. You can't store everything, right? Especially these big armor no, builds. A hundred percent. Yeah. Big builds. Yeah. What do you do yeah. with them? You know, I, I'm not going to start renting a warehouse to put all my cosplays in. That's no, for sure. No. Uh, once I run out of room under the stairs, it's start time to start giving stuff away or selling it or something. So mm-hmm. uh, our friend Groot here saying uh, it's fantastic for an early cosplay. I mean, yeah, that doesn't look like an early cosplay. I mean, I think what she meant was it was uh, her, one of her first big builds. 
yeah. guarantee you that's not one of your first cosplays. Is it I really? Mean, it was pretty pretty early on. Holy so shit. our first cos I think the first cosplay that I did was Tracer. And then the next year I did the first cosplay where I made something, you know, where I really kind of made it was Tracer. And then that mm -hmm. was we went to Dragon Con with that. And my son was Junkrat. My husband was McCree. And then the next year I made Mercy. So I mean it was really it was pretty early on in our making. Um and you know, it was also at a time when we weren't judging we weren't um competing. So my husband and I kind of tag teamed some stuff. So that was mm -hmm. the first one where I think I kind of like really went out on my own. Um because before we were kind of like he would make like a lot of the parts of my tracer and then I would paint his McCree and paint, you know, we were kind of doing that. So this was the first one where I was really like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of like, okay. And he's like, Warbla. And I'm like, no, I got this. I got a heat gun and I just figured it out. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is going to work great. The Warbla was warping too uh, when I was in the parade because it was so hot out. So that was a first for me. Oh, really? The Warbler was, yeah. was softening up from the heat it of the sun. Holy from, shit, eh? Yeah, the heat of Atlanta walking in the middle. Like, we were outside, like, you know, for like three hours in the parade. I never so even thought of that. Don't, the parade is really doing a big armor build in a parade is not wise. I didn't know yeah, how not. far yeah. it was. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, when you're deciding to do a new character, how, how do you go about choosing what characters you're going to do? Are they typically more characters from properties and franchises that you have an affinity for? Or is there an end goal? Oh, I want to learn this technique, and I know that that character will give me that opportunity. Is it more of a, hey, the gang is doing this, so let's do one of those? Like, how do you go I about mean, Yeah, so if, everything is different, right? Usually if it's like a competition build there is usually an end goal as far as like um what i want to accomplish mm -hmm. with t learning crafts or techniques or really kind of playing up something so i'm not as as like for my competition builds as like love i i did a monster hunter for dragon con last year i've never played the game so mm -hmm. i just like the aesthetic right so i did warhammer mercy i yeah it was mercy but it was warhammer because i want to do warhammer and i've never played warhammer so mm -hmm. i'm more like it's more aesthetics it's more um you know the techniques the things that i wanted to do uh what i wanted to accomplish so with xeno jiva it was the male armor set so i really wanted to work on my ability to do proportions and scaling and getting a male proportions right um just because I'm, I, that was something I think has always been a weakness for me. Um, so as far as like just getting female proportions or whatever. So yeah, Warhammer Mercy, um, you know, with, you know, with competition builds, it's more along the lines of like, if I want to do a character and I don't think that any of their skins are necessarily or anything that they, you know, standard issue is good enough, then I will, this is Gladzi Kai's design. So I will hire somebody to, or commission somebody to actually kind of beef it up. Uh, do an original take on that character so that I can still do that character, but it's a little bit more competition worthy. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, it's like group friend. My friends are like, hey, we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay, what? Like Five Nights at Friday, I've never played it. My friends were like, hey, you should do Sun. and I, Or you should do what character? I'm like, how about this Sun guy whose head spins? You know, or... <clears throat> hey, what cursed thing can we be? Let's be trash animals at Dragon Con. That's actually happening. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So it's usually more like fun. Like a furry. Um, yeah. No, it's going to be like sexy trash animals, duh. It's oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> it's going to be like a fun panda. Uh, no, I'm going to be the <laughs> armadillo. Um, but yeah, so usually it's like, it's either like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? That is so horribly cursed and crazy and silly. Or it's like big competition build, you know? Mm. Yep. So. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, you've been cosplaying for a few years now. I'm sure you've had to face a bunch of challenges. Is there something specific that comes to mind that's been that one thing that you really had to push through and say, okay, this, this, I can't let this get the better of me? Um, I think the challenges with, like, are you talking about, like, personally or, like, as far as, like, techniques? either or it could be either or the biggest challenge for me was was the cosplaying while pregnant all those times you know i've been pregnant twice uh during years where i was Mm -hmm. like coming up through the competition stuff uh and competing pregnant um and and trying to figure out so the warhammer mercy i competed at c2e2 and i gave birth to my daughter two weeks before that picture um I was like, this is my third daughter. Mom, here you go. I'll be right back. Only a day and a half, I promise. (laughs) Um, So it's just been like one of those things where, you know, you talk about like emotions and am I spending too much time doing this and and those kinds of things and challenges as being a parent, but also like body image issues. And, you know, I I felt, you know, I was at Dragon Con as a journeyman, one best journeyman in Maleficent. And I was six months pregnant, you know, and it takes a lot to try to put something on and make it fit that kind of a body. And it's sometimes it's really rough, you know. Um, I think that it's easier for me because I don't mind being silly, right, or Mm -hmm. ugly or, you know, I don't mind cosplaying ugly characters or something like that. But I mean, sometimes you do want to look good and sometimes your friends are doing a playboy bunny group and you just had a baby and you're sitting there feeling like, you know, 40 year old with a beer gut sitting here in bunny suit and what are you going to do? So I think for me, there's just been a lot of challenges as far as being, you know, cosplaying things that make sense for what I am and not what I want to be, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was, that's, you know, kind of deep, not really funny, but it was, it is funny. I mean, it's pretty funny. Like you, I have, you know, Ursula. <laughs> you can too be creative with uh, oh, ways to like. Oh, picture Ursula? I don't think I got a picture Ursula. That's <laughs> another good one. Incorporate the belly, um, you know, and 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 get away with it. Or when I had, you know, when I, I chose Xenogiva because I wanted to do one of my. Oh, um, there she is. There you go. Oh, that's Maleficent. I was I was like pregnant in that one though, and it's just it's just oh, you angles, really. Yeah, I am. Oh, you um, are. Yeah. I'm like six months right there. So oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just the angles. Like if you had seen me from the side, it would have been noticeable, but I was just able to kind of corset the corset the back and get mm-hmm. it to look like, and then just the way that it fit. Um, yeah. I mean, that one wasn't supposed to look like that at all. I had to have a bodysuit underneath it. It was supposed to be lace and sexy. And I had to kind of turn it into something else um, that wasn't the design just because I had what I had. I had a giant belly and <laughs> there's no way I'm wearing like, lace you know all the way split down here like it just wasn't going to work so um but i chose xeno jiva because i was like i'm just going to do a male thing that way i don't have to worry about losing weight you know after this kid um you know 
So, and I think that's just one of those things. It's like, this is what I am. It's, you know, if, you know, we, we can all get better. We can all become the person that we want to be, but it shouldn't stop you from cosplaying what you want right today, because you're not skinny enough to do this character or just figure out a way to get it done, you know, figure out a way where you're, you feel comfortable and still doing the thing you want to do. Yeah. And no shaming guys. Like if you're not comfortable doing something, that's completely fine well, too. No, do it. Oh yeah. Like, you know, but, find something else. But it's yeah. Just, if there's something you want to do. Yeah. No shame. Just do it. Yeah. There's always right? a way to get around that. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that it's one of those things because people kind of float between, you know, oh, you can cosplay anything no matter what. But no one talks about the fact, like, I really don't feel comfortable. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and if you are the person who can do whatever and doesn't care and you don't care, then, like, you're my idol. I love you. That's great. Sometimes I just look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm too old to be Genarius. I think I'm going to go Cersei. You know, um, I think it's yeah, okay I feel to feel like that body way too. image is probably the number one thing that stops people from cosplaying specific characters. Um, if, if you ask a lot of people, oh, who's your favorite character that you've never cosplayed? Oh, it's this person. Why not? Well, I don't feel comfortable doing I guarantee that's the number yeah. one reason that you'd hear coming oh, over sure. and over and over. Um, of course. I, again, I, I keep coming well, back. Because to we're, the, we're the canvas. We're the canvas, right? Well, Our exactly. art is on top of us, but we're the canvas. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's an art form that really is a performance element to it as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. It, cosplay has, has also evolved a lot when it comes to the different materials that are accessible to us now, the different techniques. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody has a 3D printer now. Uh, yeah. there was a day when Warbla didn't exist. Uh, you know, how has that evolution of, of the materials and tools and, and, and well, all the things that we figured out in terms of skills and electronics and et cetera, et cetera. How has that changed the way you cosplay today versus you did when you started? I came in right around the time where Evil Ted was around. TNT mm -hmm. cosplay was was around, so there was some access to like the materials that we would use today. Um, obviously, there's been a lot more. Um, for me, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I think there's a lot of pressure on people to do everything um, and to get good at everything and mm -hmm. to be everything and put everything into their cosplay. Um, I can say for as, a, as a judge, like I would rather see something simpler, better executed than you trying, you know, if you're at the master level and you're trying to 3D print model something for the first time on a competition piece, like just leave it out and make it the other way, you know? Mm. Um, for me, it's a pick and choose. I, I'm, you know, had a 3D printer, was going to learn how to model. You know, I, I was, you know, I have a sewing machine. I was going to really get serious about sewing at one point. And, and this is my hobby. <laughs> like, it's an, I am not getting paid to do this uh, mm -hmm. anymore. I was trying to for a while doing commissions, but that stopped. Um, That's but, you know, tough. It, is, it, is, it, it was really tough. Um, but this isn't my, this is my hobby. I want to make something with my hands. I sit mm -hmm. at a computer all day for work. I don't want to learn how to model. I'm going to continue to do the things I like and just get better and better and better at those things. Um, you know, I, I would like to add certain skills, but they're going to be adjacent to foam smithing, like, you mm -hmm. know, casting, mold making, using like, you know, monster clay to kind of mold things. They're, they're going to be more adjacent than like 
probably not ever whipping out a ball gown or a sakizo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I don't know how to sew or I don't want to get better at sewing, but like we're talking cr- crotch flaps and capes, guys, right? Um, maybe I'll do a pair of pantaloons, you know, but I'm not throwing out, you know, I'm not going to learn to tattle lace anytime. Um, I'd rather get better at prop making and better at the things I like. So I think it's it just is a lot of pressure for people to do more and more and more and more and get better at everything. And I, at the end of the day, this is your time. You should like it. If you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're not liking it, you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. You're not having fun, I you're mean, doing it wrong. Right. Like, exactly. Like, there is a reminder sometimes. I think we need to tell ourselves that this is, this is supposed to be fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not, let's get back to fun. Right. A hundred percent, because let me tell you something, you know, (laughs) you can't have a meltdown in your craft room. We all do that. Like like (laughs) on the fourth day of a con, after you've been standing on your feet for four days on concrete floors and you have to constantly remind yourself, we do this because it's fun. fun. (laughs) We do this because it's fun. fun. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not saying you can't have a meltdown, but I mean, I think that there is people put pressure on themselves it's unnecessary you know it's mm-hmm. like oh you 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 spit stuff out so much it's like well if you don't don't like if it takes yeah. you three years to make a competition build it may take you three years no one no one no one's going to judge that like no i'm not judging on how fast you build it's not you know a speed round so i you know take your time do it at your own pace do the things you want to do um you know and enhance the skills that are important to you and that you like enjoy doing and don't don't feel the pressure. Yeah, and and that I think is an important message, right? Um, as much as it's great to want to enter, you know, cosplays or or uh, uh, craftsmanship competitions or, or or whatnot, and yeah, you're being judged on what you're doing when you enter those competitions. People need to take a step back and stop comparing themselves to each other. Do what you have fun doing. Again, if you're not having yeah. fun doing it, you're doing it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yes, you want to push yourself. Yes, you might be a perfectionist. Yes, I understand all that. But, you know, do it for you. Don't do it for anybody else because then you're only going to get disappointments if you go down that path. Um, You were talking a little bit earlier about one of the difficulties or one of your challenges at one point was family life and and, and cosplay balance uh, or cosplay personal life balance. Do you have any tips on how do you manage that? Like, how do you not spend all your nights for two months straight in the workshop trying to build that cosplay in time for the big con? Uh, Or do you? I figured that one out, yeah. So, I mean, I'm... I'm one of those people who is definitely a type A person who has no problem going from, you know, this can transition in an instant from mom to, you know, you know, uh, whatever, a boss, lady, Mm -hmm. whatever, work person to this. I can keep going and go all day. Like, I just have that kind of drive mentality, whatever. Um, I don't really need a lot of self-care time, downtime, relaxing time. Well, you so have a ghost that's been a benefit. You, you have a ghost <laughs> Roman. So that's a benefit. <laughs> so that's a benefit. <laughs> um I mean for me I craft between the hours usually of eight and eleven PM every night and then I go to bed, right? So the kids are in bed. My kids are still young. My oldest is eighteen. He's upstairs 
his girlfriend who knows what they're doing yeah he's not um, interested in spending yeah, time with you at that age yeah um you know weekends are have been challenging i think that my son was before the girls were born weekends were a great time to really crank stuff out and now they're not you know so you just adjust um i think putting cosplay in its place is going you know realizing it is a hobby it is a wonderful hobby it is it is a hobby and they should be done in the times when you have free time and not putting so much pressure on yourself to make the content you know my tutorials are gone i i haven't had time to really do any tutorials since my last mm -hmm. daughter was born i used to do a ton of them i enjoyed doing them um guesting conventions you know i'm guesting megacon this year i think uh, i might be guesting one more towards the end of the year um but i cut out a, i was doing a lot of little small cons and i just had to stop you know you just have you can't apologize for those things you have to just do what you can and give yourself a break um you know put the things that come first first make sure you get a job done right um you don't want to be broke you have to have a job you know you have to make sure your kids are, are taken care of um and then whatever time's left over that you're not dead tired fill it with whatever you can mm -hmm. how many cons it's are you really going just to about the guilt you're, it's about guilting yourself i think a lot of cosplayers are like oh if i'm not I'm not going to be relevant uh, i have to turn out content i have to make more i have to make this new thing oh you know they just dropped one image of you know this video game and i have to go make the whole thing immediately before somebody else does yeah, that's true. If you're, you know, this is your job and you're making money at it. If it's your hobby, then, you know, if it comes out, if your costume comes out six months from now, I think you're going to be all right. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I was all just right. asking, how many cons are you doing this year? Uh, I'm doing three. Oh, that's it, eh? Yeah. Wow, you're really I know. It's year. really. So last year, I think I guessed it like. 10 or 12 cons mm -hmm. and most of them small in florida um i did do supercon and in, in um in uh miami um and i did and i competed at blizzcon and dragon con um yeah. so yeah this year i'm i'm definitely oh i competed at megacon too last year so i competed at three cons and i guessed it a, a ton and this year I'm doing, I did Megacon as a, as a guest. Uh, I'm definitely doing Dragon Con. Nothing's going to mm -hmm. stop me from that. And then I'll probably be doing Hole Matt. So. Sorry, what's the last one? Holiday Matt Surrey. It's in Florida. It's Sorry. in Orlando yeah. around yeah, Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, 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 so yeah. just kind of like the big three. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of cutting out a lot of the little stuff. Of course, that could change. You know, you might end up seeing me at some small con, um, you know, um, but for the most part, yeah. And I think, you know, I was hoping to do Cosplay America this year. Um, the timing just didn't work out because of uh, a wedding um, kind of thing. But hopefully I'll do that one next year. There's some that I really want to do. And I want to go back to C2E2, um, even as a, just as a, you know, a spectator, if not, you know, a competitor. So there's definitely thing ones that I want to do again. I want to do BlizzCon again. Um, I want to do a killer rags cosplay someday and and you haul him <laughs> i have dreams most of them involve drones my husband hates all my ideas and because it usually involves something moving that he's going to have to help me like do the soldering mm -hmm. for and he gets really upset so he's like kind of the fabrication arm i usually just lay the leds down and i go solder this for me <laughs> um, this is my diagram <laughs> No, I'm like, okay, so hear me out. I got these doves on drones. They're going to fly out from underneath my Warhammer Mercy skirt and fly over the audience. And he's just like, you can't fly drones inside. 
Yeah, they really frown on on anything that could potentially harm the audience. It gets shut down real quick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we uh, so we had a booth at Fan Expo, and uh, one of our buddies showed up with a little self flying drone, right? That you just let go, yeah. and it will like you tell it, oh, just loop or, or whatever, yeah. right? You don't even fly it yourself, and he literally had it up for three minutes in in the room, and and I heard about it after the fact, like guys, you know, you guys can't have a drone in the in, in the yeah, okay. Something about blah, 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 safety. Oh, no, you can't have a real fireball on stage. Oh, and no fun either, I guess, you know. <laughs> you know, um, you can't have real fire on stage. <laughs> I actually like to just, I have a couple friends who are showrunners um, and contest runners, and I just like to mess with them sometimes. I'm like, okay, hear me out. Here we go. So, like, <laughs> if I'm going to <laughs> spill fake blood, like, they're just like, they shake their heads. They're just like, I know you're messing with me. And I was like, yeah. What's the uh, the next big uh, cosplay you're working on? Are you able to spill some beans? So I'm going to be competing in um, Brig, uh, Demonic Brigitte, actually. Um, Brigitte, whatever you want to call her. What, how do you say it? I'm blinking. Um, the one that I did at BlizzCon. I'm going to actually like kind of clean her up and compete her at DragonCon, um, hopefully. And uh, This one here. Yeah. Yeah, so she was definitely hot glue and ho dreams. Like I said, I was literally painting that shield the, the day that I the day before I had to leave for California. Um, and the I'm glowy bits sure... are they just painted or they is that actually lit huh? up? All no, the it's lit up. It is lit up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some post here because this is uh, Ailey Studios, so Alexander Ali. So she probably did some like post stuff there maybe but it, it's pretty bright they're like really bright leds um they they're like they show up on stage they're from adafruit and they're actually called neon um something they, they're not like the regular like rgb like neopixels or whatever um they actually are like just a clear tube and they're like the brightest ones that you can get and i i tend to use those because they do show up on stage even under mm. the lights usually interesting um yeah, so I mean that one was a lot of sculpting. It was a lot of work. It's it was probably I want to say a good eighty percent finished when I got out on stage. So we're just gonna go ahead and clean up some of that and uh, fix some of the the issues there. And then like the fabric, I literally like taped it together the night before. Oh, really? In the eh? Hotel room. <laughs> yeah, it's it was definitely some some hot glue and ho dreams. Um, but I'd like to finish that for real and compete her. And then, uh, so the next one I'm going to really be doing, though, is uh, for the Bunny Hutch at Dragon Con. I'm going to be doing, me and my husband, I'm pulling him out of retirement. He's going to make his own thing this time. Uh, he, he, I'm going to do Balrog, Bunny, and Sauron Hef. And we're going to have signs that say, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Morgoth? Sorry, who's who's Balrog? You're gonna be the Balrog Bunny? Balrog Bunny. And he's going to be the Sauron Hef. Sauron Half. With wow. like the okay. helmet, but with like the the pipe coming out of the mouth and the helmet. Okay, fantastic. So, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So that's the kind of that's the kind of fun stuff. Because if you mm -hmm. ever want to see a Balrog with a uh, Balrog with his uh, with bunny ears, you're about to. Hmm. Well, you've already here first, guys. Make sure you look out for that because that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting one. Uh, I want to know a little bit about this one. 
um, because I don't know who this character is, but this looks it's amazing. Mercy. Oh, is it Mercy. Mercy as well? Okay. Yeah, so it's Dragoon Mercy, and it's actually during COVID. That's why I have the mask on. Uh, ah, okay. Well, not during COVID, obviously. It was like 2021, so it was like Florida decided COVID was over, but Megacon decided that they were still, we still had to have masks. It was during that like right. end of COVID time. Um, you were allowed to take your masks off for photos, but because of the 3D helmet, like it's 3D printed, so mm. I couldn't actually get my mask easily on and off, so I just left it on. Right. Uh, most of it's most of it is uh, EVA foam, um, except for the helmet. Um, and there is some warbler. Uh, so the little dragon guy on the chest mm-hmm. is actually vacuum formed transparent warbler. Oh, no way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I had this little dragon like 3D printed um, and I did the I just use it as a transparent warbler. Yeah. Huh? You use yeah, the dragon as a warbler. Yeah. yeah. Transparent Warbler is the best Warbler for that process because um, it's got a stretch to it where the Black Warbler will, like, rip um, the Mm. transparent stuff. Even though it's stickier and it's a little bit more harder to heat up, it definitely has, like, a a, a stretch to it. So it really stretched well over it. Um, The thing I I think I'm the most proud of this one was that there was a lot of different materials and the paint kind of all seemed like it was the same material. So there's Warbler, there's foam. There's 3D, uh, the 3D print, um, and everything still kind of looks like it's the same material, even though they're all very, very different materials. So I liked this one. This one was good. I, I, I didn't like just because of the timing of like it was around COVID and everything. Like it was just very difficult to compete it in the right place or anything mm, like that. Fair um, enough. You know, I think I, she's still up in my room. I want to wear her again um, for sure. She's one that she's on my list to like bring out and wear again now that I can probably fit into her. You know, that's the other thing too. <laughs> I can probably fit into you now. Um, the 3D printed helmet though, I didn't know that you're supposed to put like padding on the inside of it. So I had like a huge bolt spot. <laughs> I had like a huge bolt spot where it was rubbing on my wig cap all day. Um, you live and learn, you know. Um, and then you, you get, yeah. So, yeah, Just, you, you know, know, fun, fun facts. You can Here's go another one 3D. that's quite impressive. That's Xenojiva. That's Xenojiva from Monster Hunter. Ah, um, this is the Monster Hunter cosplay. You're yeah. Saying. And I'm actually on five, like, like five foot platform heels in this one, like, like shoes. Um, I'm pretty tall in this and very menacing and hulking. And you can't really see, but there's like these like wings, plastizo, like transparent um wings that are coming oh, out. Oh, I the back can kind of me, see so. at the back, yeah. Yeah, there's You're like a huge for wings, back don't you? That, if wings and scales, it's like mm-hmm. I'm in, you know. I, everything has scales or wings, I feel like. And this me. has both. Um yeah, the, so all the scales are like, uh, it's basically just the EVA foam, and then I laid foam clay over everything and sculpted the scales oh, wow. by hand. That's I don't, I just wanted to do something different than the soldering effect that most people do, um, mm-hmm. where they do the hot iron. Um, I wanted it to be more 3D. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so that pretty impressive. Fun. It was actually really fun to do. I, I enjoyed it. Um, but he's a, he's just a beast to wear. I, I, he's gone now, uh, to a better home. I will never put that thing back on. <laughs> that was, that was I'm assuming it's mostly all foam as well, right? 
it's mostly all foam, yeah. Um, it's just the the construction that we did for the back plate was not good. Um, we didn't mm -hmm. put any sort of curve into it to account for my back. So I was like being strapped to a uh, gurney all day. Yeah, it was super fun. But yeah, I know what that's like. I did the same mistake with my Doc Ock and... Uh, it's so yeah. painful. People yeah. don't understand. Like, and the proportions, just like my, my head is not like the, you know, my eyes are actually where like the smaller eyes are, but like everything is up here on me, you know, just to get mm -hmm. the proportions up. So it's just like a really awkward costume, you know, um, yeah. to walk around in. And I'm sure well, it smells cool. real nice after a full day in foam like that oh you know everything smells delicious actually i don't sweat that much and i'm like not a sweater so like foam i'm usually not hot that's not usually my yeah. problem it's usually like the feet pressure like my feet killing me yeah i mean that's something i need to figure out as well i need to figure out a way to be able to wear more comfortable shoes work mm -hmm. out shoes into my 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 work the crocs and that's the new that's the new fire yeah yeah because yeah, same thing. I have feet issues, and I'm not getting any younger. And and yeah, yeah I, I need no. better feet support for sure. I don't know how the young girls do the all the heel armor builds. Like I'm yeah, as soon as I, I see a character with like high heels, like you know shin armor, I didn't know that's going to be a flat boot. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. Mm -mm. Um, I'm not sure if this one is one that you sent me or that I grabbed off of Instagram. Uh, leg breaking, leggy boy. I love but this them. is pretty cool. I feel like this was just last year or the year before. Like this is fairly recent, isn't it? No, this one was no? definitely like well, this was in BlizzCon online. So and then oh, so it was during like the pandemic. Twenty twenty, yeah, this was pandemic time. Okay. Um, I think I made him for BlizzCon online actually. Um, and he was an armor finalist. This is from Zach Fisher's project, uh, Even Blade. This was actually originally done by Bjorn workshop who does wet leather work and i did it in foam and the back cape is all faces so it's all uh eva foam and i vacuum form different faces some of my sculpted some i just grabbed like off mannequins and stuff so they're all like faces coming out of the cape really um, i love him i'm like he's one of my most proud bills just because like nothing was really wrong everything every decision was intentional um and everything just worked out the way that i wanted it to look like there's nothing i look at him and i go oh i wish i i, I need to redo i wish i could redo that uh, it just really turned out the way i wanted it to i have no idea how i can't recreate that i haven't had that experience since maybe it was just the pandemic and we just had more time um but he it's hard to wear him around like like because people don't know what it is it's an original character from an you know it's not from like you know wow um people don't really know who he is or what he is but the fact that i had a cape of faces that's pretty awesome like, i love that i feel like when you when you're able to put a costume together and and it turns out exactly how you had it imagined or how you know you were trying to reference something and there was a specific look and it works out yeah yeah, there's there's it's nothing definitely like one feeling. where you put the side by side the co comparison, and it's one where it's like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. I got it pretty close. I got it right. Like that's pretty. That's pretty bomb. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's no. Awesome. I, I love him. Yeah, he's that's great. awesome. Um, what's the what's the 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 bucket lists cosplay? What's that one cosplay that you know? Maybe it's a big build, a small build. What's that one cosplay that you haven't got around to yet that one day 
you want to get to what's that bucket list cost by? I don't know how else to call it. Yeah. I mean, for like, I started off like hitting my favorite characters, Maleficent and Shira, mm-hmm. um, like right out of the gate. So like, there isn't like that kind of thing, like my childhood favorites. Um, I really, really want to do um, rags from World of Warcraft, right? And 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 I want to do something with fire and embers, and I want everything to move like lava. Um, and then I have two like commissions that I have that I got a long time ago. Um, haven't been able to do because I've had babies and stuff. But there's uh, Chitara and Lino, but they're like. Mm-hmm. Uh, armored versions mm-hmm. um and then uh a and a ske- yeah and a she and a skeletor but they're samurai uh so i have oh, those two i like that i love those mashups i love yeah. those types of mashups that's a great one and those are special because like my husband loves thundercaps i love Shira, and it's just one of those ones where like these are like different takes on them that are like really going to be really cool looking, but they're Mm -hmm. like nostalgic, you know, they just mean something, you know, Shira long before dream. I mean, I'm from like the eighties. Right. So 1985, I was like, I told people in my school that my name was Adora. Right. (laughs) My mom had to have a meeting. She had to have a meeting with the principal because they thought I was like, you know, there was something wrong with me. They're like, she keeps telling people that her he or they're that Adam is her twin brother, but he's on a different planet. I'm like, my mom's like, it's a TV but isn't show. he? But <laughs> I mean, it could be the truth. She's just so awesome. So I, I'm excited to do those. Hopefully uh, this year after Dragon Con, we can start banging those guys out. Excellent. Uh, I've already been on for over an hour now, but before we go, do you have any advice, any, anything, any tips for aspiring cosplayers, new cosplayers that are really looking to get started and, and, and to be a part of, of this amazing community and hobby that we're part of? Yeah, don't be afraid to ask like people that you are, you know, like if you, me, message me. Uh, oh, hey, how would you do? don't say, hey, I really want to get into cosplay. How do I start working with foam? Like, don't like open ended <laughs> questions, but like, do you have a resource? You know, I mean, that's a really great thing, right? Like, I want to make this. Where do you suggest I start? Right. I'll give you like mm-hmm. four links. Right. And I'll send I'll point you in the right direction. Like, I love those questions because they're super easy to answer. Like. I don't have this pattern, but I know who does start with a pattern. You know, don't be afraid to ask people like we do this because we love it. Like I've never met anybody who doesn't want to talk about this all the time. Like you said, we've been on for mm-hmm. over an hour. I can talk about this stuff all day. My husband's like living, literally giving me the watch twice, you know? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so don't be afraid to, um, Evelyn, come here, Evelyn, keep your glasses on because you're incognito. Um, don't be afraid to ask us. Like most people are, you know, they're definitely chill. They're cool. And they're, they want to, you know, they want to help. She's cool. There you go. Evelyn in disguise. Oh, I forgot to feed my husband. Oh, that's why he's giving you the. It's wondering. I'm like, what do you care how long I talk? <laughs> No, that's a great that's a great piece of advice. Don't be afraid to ask. I, I will tell you yeah. that almost any cosplayer, if you ask him a specific question and 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 they know the answer, I mean, God, they'll be all over it. Oh yeah, uh, all day. 
Nada is here saying, I love every single one of your builds. Nada, I Aww. hope you're getting better. Nada just had eye surgery this week. Oh, no. Uh, again, she's one of the local cosplayers here in Toronto. Nada, I hope you're, you sound, looks like you're feeling better if you're watching this. Um, I hope you're doing well. Uh, we're thinking of you. Avera, thank you so, so much thank for so joining much. us tonight. It's always, good to, it's always good to talk to you. I hope that your friend didn't leave us because he was annoyed with me. No, he's been having a lot of internet issues lately, and and mm, sure, no, he actually has. Um, okay, I believe it. Every well, once a in a while, I he'll get kicked off of his internet, and then it takes forever for it to want to come back. And then by that point, it's like, oh well, like they're it's too late now. They're in the middle of the conversation, so you know, right. it's okay. It's okay. Well, it's always good to talk to you, and well, same here. Get to Dragon Con. Yeah, we'll we'll try to make our way there. You need to try to one. Uh, I need to go to Toronto, one time. Come to Fan Expo. <laughs> I know. I know. That's like I that's will. our MegaCon, right? So I will. I'll uh, talk to. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one of these times because it's it's only like five hours from my mom's house. So well, there you go. That we could actually do. Yeah. There you go. And and really, I mean, if you, I, I guarantee you, you apply to guest at MegaCon, they'll they'll hotel you. Not at MegaCon, sorry, at Fan Expo. They'll hotel you. They'll they'll put you up. They'll they'll take care of you. I can almost guarantee that. So. Especially since you guess at a, a lot of their other cons, so or you have right, yeah. A lot no, I'll, I'll go cons, book so. that and say my friend needs to see me and I need to see. Yeah, Mister so. the the Covenator. Uh, yeah, the Covenator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A geeks and go trip to but, Dragon Con says Megan Avery. Hey, I'm in. Let's do this. You guys have a lot of fun. And no, I do not bring my children to Dragon Con. No, that's okay. You know, they're oh. our little vacations, right? They're our yes. trips. <laughs> I used to. I brought my son to the first one, and then I was like, we're going home at six, and I think we're missing most of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the con ends is when the party starts, right? Exactly. I mean, so I found that out real quick, and I was like, we're doing this wrong. You can go and stay yeah, with grandma next time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Avera, thank you, right. thank you, thank you, thank you. It was so right, awesome time. to have you, you on. You're going to have to be thank back at some so point. Thank you so much. Hey, oh, yeah, you are very whatever. welcome. If you do decide you're coming up, let me know. Uh, right. If they won't put you up, we'll figure out a way to find a place for you guys to stay. Guys, thanks for sticking with us. If you haven't clicked the like button, I say it all the time. It's completely free. Make sure you click that like button. I think that is going to be it for today, though. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.